0: But last time, i rogue role gay role play. Hogan wanted me out because I was on to him.
1: Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: And my concern is that you had two new people enter your party as soon as Hogan left. I'm concerned that there is another secret agent that you are working with.
1: Oh my god! it's Jet? Is it Jet? Is it Jet? Is oh it Jet? <laughs>
2: Now, Benny, I don't mean to burst your very obvious and flimsy bubble, but um, you're going on this based off somebody telling you that maybe someone in our party might be an enemy, a, a member of a, a party that kills religious icons. Meanwhile, one member of our party literally just said they wanted to kill a god, and it wasn't yet.
1: But I've known Eve for a very long time, and I trust him, and I don't think that he has any ulterior motives besides, like, his belief in, in himself and his belief in Yonsei. He
3: was literally just kidnapped by sobbing angels and called the lone one. I don't know if that's Eve anymore.
0: Welcome to Roll Gay Roleplay, a real gay real play D and D podcast. I'm Chris, the DM, and I just bought a Lego book, a Harry Potter spell book, and made a Lego.
3: Oh, that's I'm
0: cute! So- I'm so excited.
3: Hi, my name is Katie. I am remembering my time in the podcast uh, rotation in terms of introductions. Thank you. God, sometimes I really want Lego again, but I'm pretty sure my rabbits would eat it. Oh,
2: they're so expensive. <laughs>
3: There's you can buy them, but I'm pretty sure you can just buy a crap like a bunch secondhand. So like expensive. Still secondhand?
0: Well, I haven't gone through everyone's like kids sneezed on up their nose Legos. Ooh. I I bought it in the box.
3: I've heard that you can just throw them in like a mesh washing, like you could just throw them in the washing machine. Just put them in like a mesh laundry bag. And just the kids? Toss them in there. <laughs> no, not the kids. The Lego. Oh, that works too. Yeah, you could just throw your kid in a bag and throw them in the washing. That would was make
0: babysitting so
2: much easier. Kids are so sticky. <laughs>
3: Come out brand new.
2: <laughs> uh, hello, my name is Brandon. I play Terra Deck, and I'm seeking one million dollars for a ten percent stake in my new company. I just came up with
1: washing machines
2: for children. <laughs> for children. <laughs> for
1: children. Hi, I'm Tisha, and Brandon. I'll give you uh, this. Box of Girl Scout cookies for a seventy five percent stake in your company, and a dollar. I have a dollar. Honestly,
2: better than I was expecting.
4: (laughs) And hi, I'm Jonathan. And speaking of sticky children, my very first oh no, my (laughs) very first year of being a teacher, day one, I was wearing a sweater from Banana Republic, and a child said, "Oh hey, Dad," gave me a hug. And as his face left my sweater, there was a snot trail. Oh God, <laughs> children!
2: And that was my last day, teacher.
4: <laughs> and on this day, I have never forgiven that child. <laughs> that's gross. Um, yeah, well, yeah, it was awful. Uh, speaking of awful things, we're gonna be play playing a game today from my favorite podcast that's not D and D related called Food for Thought. And this game is called Tops and Bottoms. And what you're supposed to do is I will give you two people, two individuals. It could be, like, from popular cinema, TV shows, anime, video games, and yada yada. And we are going to decide who would be the top or the bottom in that relationship. Not necessarily, like, stick it in versus who takes it. But, like, who's the dominant personality who would be the sub. So, with that being said, our first pairing is... Princess, Peach, and Zelda. Who is the top and who is the bottom? Oof.
1: Oh. <laughs> wow.
4: <Whoa. laughs> wow.
1: Zelda is the bottom.
2: That's absolute. I will fight you to the death on this. Zelda's the top because Link is a bottom.
4: <laughs> but this has nothing to do with Link. You can switch for other yeah, people. Yeah, but she's
2: already the top. and She's just used to the Dom roll.
4: But maybe maybe Peach I brings mean, out something
3: else in her, though. She's Like, what version and. Of Zelda, are we talking? Like, are we talking Twilight Um, Princess? Are we talking Breath of the Wild?
4: I would definitely say Twilight Princess Zelda. Hmm. Definitely Twilight Princess, where she brings out all the styles. Got the golden light arrow, everything. Like, yeah. Queen, like, Slate, the house down boots. Bottom. And this is Princess Peach, like, current Peach with magic powers as well.
1: She could also be a uh, top in a heteronormative relationship and a bottom in a non-heteronormative relationship. That's, and yeah. that's what I'm that's, going to say. Yeah.
0: I, I can agree with that. I feel like out of the two, I think Zelda's going to be more at the top and Peach is more of a bottom.
3: Oh, I was the opposite. But
0: maybe not in a heteronormative way.
2: Like, not to get stereotypical, but I'm going to. <laughs> How... <laughs> Peach sits there and waits to get rescued, and Zelda dresses up in drag, boy drag, and saves herself.
4: But time out. There was a whole game dedicated to Peach saving Mario.
2: Are you talking about Super Princess Peach? Mm
4: -hmm. Yes.
2: The one where she uses her emotions to fight enemies because she can't control them?
4: Yes. And what did she do? She saved the world. So what?
2: You're right. She got the superpower of crying and running around really fast.
4: And she saved the world.
2: You're right. My bad. (laughs)
4: <laughs> there's nothing wrong with being emotional and not being able to control them it's kind of infantilizing women but i think for the sake of this game it, it was it like it brought out something in me personally and so that's i, I see myself in peach and i'm yeah, a bottom you do peach is the bottom, bottom. <laughs> so are we all in agreement? then i guess that peach is the bottom Peach is the bottom.
1: No, peach is the top.
4: Peach is the Why top. Is, okay. Oh, Wait a second. Wait, hold on. Why? I cut
3: out as soon as I said those little twin ponytails that Twilight, like Twilight princess Zelda has in mm-hmm. the front. Those two little braids that she has like braided.
4: Oh, that that's, yeah. that's bottom energy.
3: That's huge. Bottom energy. <laughs> braids. Gay. <laughs>
4: Okay.
2: I mean, I guess that settles it <laughs> I'm
0: going to hand broccoli to anyone with braids now Yeah, here like,
1: we go The, the ladies are I saying don't... that yes. uh, Peach is a top And Zelda is a bottom And the others are saying The opposite Interesting. We
4: don't even get a gender girl <laughs> <laughs> We get the other The ladies and those fucks over there
1: <laughs> I appreciate <Yeah>. the
4: inclusivity <laughs> Oh, I'm fine <laughs> with it <laughs> Stomp on me, mother Okay Um uh, uh, <laughs> Okay, um, all right. Well, then the next one and the last one for today is Piccolo from Dragon Ball Z and Uncle Iroh from Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh. oh. Both are mentors. Um, both, you know, very wise in their respective fields. Um, yeah, so who's the top and who's the bottom? Okay. I,
2: I think I have a okay. hot take on this one.
4: <laughs> I'm here, I'm listening.
2: Uh, home. <laughs>
3: Drop it.
2: Uncle Iroh is very, like, gentle, calm, but assertive and dominant. And, like, if y'all remember him working out in that prison uh. when he, like, ripped off his outfit. <laughs> I'm not usually into much older men, but, like, come on.
4: It did some things.
2: <laughs> and uh, Piccolo is is very dom in my opinion, in that, like, he would physically be able to stick a fist inside of you and break off his arm and mm. but uh <laughs> I think they're both tops and I think that they would go to the club together like a pair of creepy old men and bring home a younger <laughs> maybe early twenties, maybe late teens boy to show the ropes to. I
4: can't <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> I- <laughs> I must say that, if I'm not mistaken, Piccolo has regenerative, regenerative, regenerative powers, right? Got it. Right, okay. I think that regenerative powers is, like, the perfect power bottom, like, slop a Because you can just repair your hole after it's been devastated. And God.
2: When he says, break my back, he means it literally.
4: Literally destroy me. And I think... That since Piccolo has the knowledge that he is the perfect bottom, he is going to take <laughs> full advantage of that.
2: Not that he doesn't- up on this bussy daddy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> and so, and Iroh, uh, yes, whenever he took off that shirt and he was exercising, it too did great things to my little gay self.
2: Iroh's the top. Also, can we just say that Piccolo is a black man? Like, Piccolo is 100%. a black man,
4: yes. Absolutely. Piccolo is the uh, black father that um, that um, what is that nineties movie? I can't even fucking think of it. The one where he okay, whenever I think of the movie, it'll come to me soon. But he reminds me of that father from that movie that came out in the nineties. Home Alone, basically.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can contribute any more to this conversation. <laughs>
0: It's, it's hard to follow both of those, really. The only thing I can add is that Piccolo had that gay cape. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, I think Brandon's is right on. I think you nailed it from the get. I don't have anything else to add aside from Piccolo's wearing that cape. And probably if they don't come home with that teen at the club, Piccolo will be like, fine, I'll bottom.
4: Yeah, but he need, yeah. He, he'll bottom. And it has to be like an aggressive destruction top.
2: Right, like they like, need to get new furniture.
4: Yeah. <laughs> He needs like a whole like Olympic pillar in his tush. Like, like <laughs> oh my god, I was
3: gonna say, there's a wrestling ring. In
0: <laughs> Fine, I'll bottom, but you better use both your feet.
4: <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Tisha, do you, do you need I do not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there's a joke somewhere here about kamehameha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'll have you super saying my name.
2: Do your pubes go blonde too?
4: (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I cannot. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, that was a really fun game. We might do this again. Yeah. So, what's next?
0: Next is where we uh, last left off, which is not in uh, the best of terms.
1: No.
2: No. Eve yes. has
0: some fiery <laughs> fists forming. Benny is convinced that everybody is against her.
1: The only thing that Benny knows is that she needs to save Yidis. Okay.
2: Save Yiddis. That's not the vibe I got at the end of the last episode. Yeah.
1: And, and, and also attack her, her,
4: her friends.
0: Right yeah. <laughs> okay. Tara and Jet are waiting to see who Eve is going to attack, and Yidis is standing there with his arms around both Jet and Tara pretty calm about the entire situation
4: okay well i would
3: also just like to say didn't like eve also just finish like fucking shaman king like revive like, dying <laughs> and reviring coming back like whole new look kind of thing like
4: yes
0: <laughs> Eve was whisked off by weeping angels through a magical door then brought back with 80s bangs jean shorts and a cut-up tank top that says female body inspector yes
2: Wait, did No one like mentioned it though Eve just got carried out by Weeping Angels And then walked back in in a new outfit <laughs> he,
0: he walked back in almost naked Great And he came in and said I need clothes And you just gave him what I described <laughs> I The bangs were, were totally Jonathan The clothes were me
4: Us <laughs> So Eve Initially had Fireballs Ready to launch at Miss Thing Over there And then Eve also read the rules and realized that Eve cannot have four (laughs) Um, (laughs) fireballs. So Eve says, "Uh, my dear Edith, it seems that you are still here and we have to have you go, go, go right now, now, now. So what's about to happen right now is I'm going to send you back to whence you came and you're going to stay there. As I say that, I sprout wings from my back and my bangs like fly up and you finally get to see what? my eyes and they are like pitch fucking black and that's not good um, let me show you the idea of the person that I'm trying to be right now this is the person I have transformed into but think pitch black eyes and um like big ass wings nice <laughs> who is and that? it's
3: just your pecs
4: <laughs> you don't know who that is okay that's that's fine. I think once you figure out who that is, this will all start to make sense. The spectral wings appear on your back give you a flying speed of forty feet. I now have an additional plus two bonus to my AC all of my weapon attacks are magical now um I am now immune to radiant and necrotic damage <laughs> okay <laughs> and I am because I am casting. Tasha's Otherworldly Guys.
2: Hey, Chris, I know that we're kind of lax about rules here. <laughs> How do you feel about spell casting times? Asking for a friend?
0: <laughs> I believe that we should always adhere strictly to the rules of the game.
2: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to cast this 10 minute long spell instantly if that's all right with everyone. <laughs> oh, I don't care then. Got it. Cool. I'm going to cast Liamon's Tiny Hut. How big is uh, how big is Yetus?
0: Seven and a half feet,
2: nine with horns. Hey, that's perfect. <laughs> Wait,
4: I don't want to cast to this. Did it? Okay. Can I, can I? Okay.
2: Okay. I, are we retconning this whole thing? We're
4: retconning.
1: Hold the on. Whole okay. Thing. So are you cool. Kelly Roland with wings? Yes.
2: Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's Kelly Roland. <laughs> yes. I'm stupid. <laughs> what? Okay.
4: What? <laughs> <laughs>
2: he never actually served Beyonce <gasps> at all.
4: So um I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Um I say I I the part where I say I don't want him to be here, that definitely sticks. But I am going to uh, have my bangs fly up. You see the pitch black eyes, you know, the whole Shabazz, and I'm going to cast banishment. Did you cast your wing thing first? So no, do you no. look no. like Kelly mm-hmm. Rowland okay. right now? If you look into my eyes, yes, I do. Like, if you look at me and you can finally see the upper part of my face when I cast the spell, then yes, I do look like a very, very femme Kelly Rowland. Yes. Male version, femme version of Kelly Rowland. So I'm casting Banishment, and I'm, I guess, what you see is, like, the weeping angels that are around me. They grab Yidus by the arm, and they're trying to, like, carry him away into another dimension
1: oh wow
4: so he needs to make he just needs to make a charisma saving
1: as he's doing that uh benny sees what's happening and things click
2: what things
3: (laughs) are they clicking in the right way
4: also where's the cat boy
2: uh,
0: awake and watching, uh, perched on one of the benches.
4: As the Weeping Angels are trying to take Edith away, I'm saying, now, my goal is to send you just somewhere where you can never return. So if you would do that kindly, it would be most obliged. We can't have you here once our queen, our goddess, Yante, arrives. Thank you very much. We can
0: have the Weeping Angels pulling on Edith. His arms are still going to remain on uh Terra and Jet, though. So it doesn't fucking work. Just because Banishment... Yeah, it, Banishment's a spell that's not going to work on an actual god. But you can see them trying. And he's like, Oh,
4: you want to dance? Get off me. Go away. Um, <laughs> and with that, I think Eve goes into a rage. And I'm just going to run up on him with my Sword of Yancey. And as I say... Um, the magic words to, to attack Edith with my sword, like, it's not turning on.
1: Okay. Yeah. Ooh.
4: So, like, I'm basically about to, like, pummel him with the hilt. So,
1: Benny sees this, and what goes through her head very quickly is that she realizes that living in the shadow of Yonsei for so long has really started to get to Eve and Eve has become more and more bitter about this over the past, what, year two years and has gone certifiably insane and she's not sure exactly what to do. Does she continue to follow Eve into this destructive path or does she do something for the good of all People kind, <laughs> but yeah. In Benny's mind, she sees that e. It's been it was Eve all along.
4: Yeah. I'm Agatha. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was Eva. The, oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I yeah. think as um, Eve tried to cast a spell, it didn't super work, and then we see him just kind of pull out a weapon and start charging. Tara's gonna cast Liam's tiny hut around us as like a protection even though apparently he just doesn't need it.
0: We're in a hut! <laughs> oh,
2: okay, great. Uh, y- you might want to lower your head, big at as she casts the dome around us. And it can be shown as any color on the outside. So, as, like, an illusion wizard, I'm just gonna put a, a big face of Yancey on the outside to kind of, like, maybe bring Eve back to his senses.
3: Yeah. Okay. And I will just say Jet went from uh, terrified, frozen in fear because she's pretty sure Eve was going to, like, take her out of existence to just kind of, like, you know, like when people are watching those ping pong matches and their heads just go back and forth in, like, movies? That's kind of what's happening until I get (laughs) hutted.
2: Now, Sugar, I'm not sure if Betty's trying to kill you or if Eve's trying to kill a god or all of us, but this hut should protect us for a little bit. I... They shouldn't be able to get through it. Spells can't either, but I, I don't know what's going on.
3: There's just, like, a lot of stuff happening.
0: <laughs> don't worry, babies, you can't get killed on this island. I don't allow it.
2: <laughs> what if it's someone's wish to die?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> the mood drops.
2: <laughs>
0: that was dark. That was dark. Ooh.
1: Benny does cast Hold Person on Eve.
4: What's my, what do I need to roll?
1: While while they're doing whatever they're doing in that hut, um, you need to wisdom save, yeah. Shit,
4: I rolled. I oh, thought Eve was wise as shit. God. Seventeen plus
1: one, you passed it.
4: So I yeah yep, I am it. trucking, and I realize that like my sword isn't turning on, so I just aim it and I'm gonna th- like like aim for that head and just throw it straight at him. So what kind of, what, is that an unarmed, str- oh no, that what, what could I call that?
2: Uh, you could call it a bouncing off of a dome, which you could call <laughs> it.
4: Wait, is Edith inside of the hut? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Okay, fine. <laughs> then I guess we are going to start casting more spells. So Eve has had it with all y'all.
2: All creatures and objects outside of the dome are barred from passing through it.
4: Um, I yell and I say, I need him out here on the lanai. If you could please bring him out here, that would be much obliged. Thank you very much. Oh, man, you really are Elliot. (laughs) (laughs) And I just start screaming Edith, like, until they bring him out.
1: Um, I'm not sure exactly what's going on with you. And it seems like you've kind of lost your religion uh, or in the process of losing your religion. And I would like to be here to... I'll help you through it. If you could just. Well, I have no
4: earthly idea what you are talking about. I am doing this all in the name of Yonsei. And as I say that, I, um. Death drop. And I'm still just screaming for Edith.
1: Okay. Well, I mean, if you could just talk me through what's happening, maybe I can help.
4: My goal is to have Edith banished from this area so that we may uh, acquire another Church of Yonsei. And hopefully she will bring her amazing self here so that we may have a little chat.
1: Ah, I see. Um, so basically you're trying to remove a religion from an area to replace it with yours. Is that correct?
4: This place is full of fools. I don't think they really believe in Edith. I think they just like to partake in all the festivities that this Edith has here. Yeah. Now, this place deserves a real church, such as that of Yonsei. Thank you very much.
1: Well, you know, uh... I, I, I really have have looked up to you, and in in many cases been frightened of you. Uh, as a matter of fact, but right now, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm gonna stop you. I'm gonna not let you do this. Let let this religion be. Let these people be.
4: I have no interest in you stopping me or being an object in my path. If you stay in my way, you will be dealt with just as Edis. And I start screaming Edis again. <laughs> <laughs> can we hear
0: him within the hut? Or is the hut yes. also soundproof? The sound oh,
2: goes through. Uh, and we can see them. They just can't see him. Can they hear us? I think so. It doesn't say anything about sound not traveling. It's
0: probably even more taunting to Eve. To Eve.
2: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> Jet's gonna grab Edith's arm and just be like, I need you to tell me where my brother is now before Eve tries to kill you again. Like, no offense.
2: Oh, are we doing a speed soul access?
3: (laughs) I mean, are we? Jet is just done. Like, at this point, she's looking to you to tell her what to do or, like, get out of here. I'm so over this.
0: We can do a deep dive in your soul in this little hut. Tight spaces work well for me.
3: Is it gonna be, like, messy? Is it gonna take a lot of time?
0: won't take any time at all and no messes here unless you pee yourself. It happens sometimes. Okay. Just close your eyes and grab my horns. <laughs> and I'll lower his head.
2: Coincidentally, my wish is to have my brother back and piss my pants. And <laughs> piss my pants.
3: Uh, Jed is going to look to Tara and just be like, do you think I have time to do this? Or do we want to, like, escape from the person trying to throw weapons at this god?
2: All we're sitting pretty for eight hours, and I have a pretty good show to watch here. You do you.
3: Eight hours? Probably going to pee myself, and then I'm going to grab the horns. <laughs>
0: <laughs> feel a rush of energy go through you. It doesn't feel like any pain whatsoever. It's almost like your entire body is prickly. Okay. Like there's a static feeling going through your body. Okay. It'll only take about 30 seconds. The whole time Yidus is just mumbling to himself.
3: <laughs>
0: Sounds like he's trying to find a note Till he... <sighs> he removes your hands from his horns.
2: Sorry, I'm just really sensitive after. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you just want to know where your brother is. Is that all?
3: I mean, like, I guess I kind of want, like, my friends to get along, but I don't know how realistic of a goal that is.
0: Well, it seems your friend out there needs a little time out. Maybe you should (laughs) calm down. Stop yelling. (laughs) When you remove your hands from the horn, a rush of information comes into your head. Okay. You can see that your brother is completely safe. Okay. You can see that he escaped town with someone. Okay. And he's currently at the council. Yidus will say, I can see you will be reunited soon, so don't you fret. Also, you should probably decide on what his name is.
2: Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, <laughs> I think we had this conversation previously. Don't remember either. I want to say it was Daniel.
3: Damn, Daniel. Is it
2: not? Am I making that up?
3: It sounds like a generic enough theme.
2: <laughs> it might not be. I could just be imagining it.
3: Recon, it's Daniel. Okay, Daniel great. it is. The most normal, generic-looking rock child. Daniel the Rock.
2: Shouldn't it be? Of course. Guys, can it be Dwayne?
3: Dwayne's a rocked. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's even better than Daniel. His name Dwayne is Dwayne, it is Dwayne.
0: Yeah, so you know from this that he is currently at the council. He mm. Cool. Yeah, so you know he's at the council. He's safe. You know you're going to be reunited with him soon. Mm-hmm. And he was saved by a person in a Kringle suit.
4: What? Oh. Ah! But... Ho ho ho. <laughs> I I feel like as y'all are doing this, all y'all hear is like, you better get out here, you motherfucker. Like, (laughs) (laughs) I ain't casting spells because y'all, y'all cast
3: spells (laughs) In a crinkle suit. Okay. As soon as she gets that information, she is going to start crying a little and
1: she's going to be like, oh my God, thank goodness he's safe. (laughs) Vinny did not hear that. Vinny does not know this.
0: Correct. No. Yeah. It's information in Jet's head, so you wouldn't know what she knows.
3: You probably would have heard me say, thank goodness he's safe, like.
0: Uh, so while that's going on, Daisy will rush up to Eve on the ground, still shouting. And say, oh, my dear Eve, calm down. Don't we need Yidus's help? Where's this bitch been? <laughs> what is... I have been on the island. I was
4: over in the rec room. Um, <laughs> uh, as, as... I am screaming, Edith. I look at Daisy, and I, and I was like, uh-uh, oh, the final piece. I mean, oh, Daisy, uh, hello. Uh, hi. Um, I was trying to give you the optimal foundation for your Church of Yonce. Yes, that's right. And the only way that I can do that... <laughs> Is <laughs> if we get Mr. Tiny Hut out of there and off this island. It's average size at best. <laughs> so if you could, if you, um, my dear, if you could just help me out here and probably uh, escort Mr. Edith on out here, I'll just, you know, throw my hands a little bit, make some signs, and get him right on out. Thank you very much.
0: You don't think he would be helpful? What? Knowing other gods like Yonsei, maybe he could assist in bringing her to you? Bring you closer together?
4: Well, that might...
0: I'm not just looks, baby.
4: There might be a lot less bloodshed than what I had planned, but if it brings her here, then that will have to be it.
0: Why don't we go this way? I found an actual church on
4: the island. Oh, thank you. That would be most obliged if we could take me to this church. Is it? Is it a church that do you think that would be worthy of uh, Yante herself? Maybe she might come visit us um, in her physical form. What's well,
2: Scientology? It's a <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get your feet and levels read.
0: This church is very big. Yes, it has lots of religions in there. It's quite impressive. You should see it. If uh, Yetus is done from within the hut, he'll say. We got an omni-denominational church. You can just make a room
4: there. Enes, do you believe that if I make a room in there for the Yonsei herself, that she will come this way?
0: I can bring you Yonsei if that's your <laughs> deepest desire. But you can't try and attack me first.
4: Whoa.
1: Plot twist.
4: Eve ponders this hard and says, then. Well, That's fantastic. Now let me just go get my trusty sword. That totally works. And put it back in my backpack. As you see that Eve brings out like a bag and puts the uh, sword back in it. I have a plan. And in order for this plan to work for the most amazing ceremony that we're going to throw Yonsei herself, I will need time to prepare. And I will need you, the Celestine of the Church of Yonsei. In the room that is designated uh to us by Giffy over there mm, uh, i need uh, I need you to pre- to prepare uh the celebration. Thank you very much. So I tell her that she needs to go decorate our room fiance and I go back to sewing, and I need Iidas to come out i say i'm not going to attempt. To harm you, it seems futile anyway. So if you could just come on out and help me with my deepest desires, I have plans. Thank you very much.
0: As you sit down to start sewing, Daisy will walk up to Benny and say, it is not very hard to calm him down. You could do a better job. Oh my God. Ooh. (gasps) And then she will walk away to her church to uh, fulfill her duties in decorating the room for Yonsei.
4: And she just gets like a random arrow in the back of the head. <laughs>
1: yeah, right. <laughs> you could do a better job. Benny just says, "Yeah, you're you're probably right, huh? Uh, maybe oh, I can no. maybe I can learn something from you." And she follows Daisy.
4: Okay. Mm. Damn. Okay. Uh, Daisy, you just,
2: you're. Um, You could just walk in and out of the dome if you'd like. I don't feel quite comfortable taking it down yet.
4: (laughs) That's fair. Tara said, not me, bitch.
0: (laughs) You can leave.
1: Oh, my God.
4: Y'all.
1: You, you, oh, my goodness. What the. the drama. Fuck. (laughs) Benny is about to, Benny is about to murder this woman and then come back and try to murder everybody else. Oh my like, God! I, like, <laughs> I mean, that's literally. I was like, oh
3: Betty found a new person, like a puppy."
1: I'm going to kill her.
2: Yeah, it was the opposite.
1: Yeah, she, no, Benny's fucked up. Benny is fucked <laughs> oh, no. up with all of this information. She's super, just fucked up.
4: But you can't, you can't kill her because she's the before it's time because she's the final piece. Before it's time? What the fuck? Vinny
1: doesn't know this.
4: (laughs) She doesn't know this? Oh fuck.
1: Vinny asked you what's going on so she could help you, and you said no. And so she was like, well, then I'm going to stop you, bitch. And then you were like, bitch, try. And she's like, all right, here I go, murdering this lady. Got it.
2: Katie, what kind of cult did we walk in on? (laughs) I
1: literally... No
3: idea. I was like, aw Betty, new person.
1: Murder. Yeah, I don't I'm not no sure idea. actually. I'm trying to figure out how <laughs> Benny doesn't know who to trust or what to think. All she knows you is she's definitely... going to have to start thinking for herself at this point because she trusts no one.
4: Yes. I love this journey for you. This is actual character development. Yeah. I would say that the best person to trust probably right now though is Eve. <laughs> yeah, of probably. Of
3: course you're gonna say that. <laughs>
4: Yes, trust me. Um, Eve's plans are as clear as mud. Okay?
1: I mean, here's...
2: But, like, really dark mud. Here's the, the
1: problem. Like,
2: thicker than usual.
1: Is that we all know that Kelly Rowland and Beyonce have beef. And you put Kelly Rowland's photo up there. Like, that's what he turned into. Like, that's what Eve turned into.
2: Yep. Yeah, and Eve was saying that he's clearly wishing to see Beyonce. He has no connection to Beyonce.
1: No connection to Beyonce. Can't use a sword uh, because you have to be a paladin of the faith of Beyonce or whatever. And uh, also, he's becoming a shadow sorcerer, and that's exactly what Kelly Rowland uh, hates about Beyonce, is that she lived in fucking the shadow of Beyonce for so long. Oh,
4: my God. Uh what is what is the jrpg one day we're having coffee the next day we're killing god
1: (laughs) yeah i love
3: being gay
4: (laughs) before we continue
0: with the story i just want to jump in and say happy mother's day to all the mothers out there be it biological adoptive chosen family or pet parent anything in between happy mother's day to you and i hope you have an amazing day and of course a happy mother's day to my mother who tried to convince me throughout my childhood that my real dad was steven tyler from Aerosmith. Still not sure. I need a test, Steven Tyler. Now here's a message from some of our friends at the Be Gay Roll Dice Network.
4: Come listen to Dice or Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder Second Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check
0: us out and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. Yeah, we'll have to figure out what what decorations Benny and Daisy are working on after this. So Yedis will... uh We'll leave the hut. He'll remind Tara and Jet that, as he said, you cannot die on his island. So you're safe enough, but stay in the hut if you'd like. Will we still feel the
2: pain of being killed?
0: <laughs> yeah! yeah.
2: I'm gonna stay in the hut, thanks. Okay!
0: <laughs> to Eve. You're sewing, sitting down right now, right? Yes. The catboy curled up again. Just put his, like, head up against your leg.
3: Gross. Tara can see the catboy through the... The hut. Yeah,
2: she's seat. very tempted to walk back out of the dome <laughs> Some things are worth it, you know
3: Come into my small hut with me, cat boy
2: <laughs> Just leaving a trail of treats
0: <laughs> So are you ready for your deep soul dive? Find out what your greatest desire is
4: Yes, I do believe that it is my time to dive Whatever you see, though, you know, keep it to yourself <laughs> Do you want some alone time? We can go into my hut
2: yes. Oh, so he's had a hut the whole time
0: <laughs> It's got a man who's a
4: footstool in it Uh, perfect M- Mine's got a woman that's a rock <laughs> <laughs> Yes, and I pack up my sewing things And you see the gossamer blue fabric Like, go back into its little purse And I start walking with Edith.
0: He'll uh, motion his hand to lead the way and open the door to his hut for you.
4: And I go inside.
0: Before Yidus goes inside with Eve, he'll say uh, to the hut of Tara and Jet, Feel free to explore the town while I'm in here. If you want to play some board games, then you'll go to the rec room. And if you want to get your ass wrecked, then you'll go to the rec room. Spelling is important, kids. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah, but Yedis considers sex a recreation, so that's actually the REC room.
0: (laughs) I can't. You're getting wrecked either way. (laughs) Right?
3: Well, um, I will say that Jet is not leaving the hut if if Eve is going to be summoning Beyonce soon. That's
0: fair. Yeah.
2: Just to let you know, sweet thing, uh, you are able to leave and come back in. I am not. If I leave, this is gone. (laughs)
3: Uh, okay, I still don't know when that ticking time bomb will go off, so.
2: <laughs> Maybe we could have a, a calm conversation with our friend Benny from opposite sides of the dome.
3: Can this dome move?
2: <laughs> nope.
3: It's like, okay, it's not like a little cardboard box where if you move it. it just tiptoe? <laughs> yeah, a
1: little hot moving. Uh, I mean, while y'all are working that out, Benny is going to catch up to Daisy and say, um, hi, sorry, Miss Daisy, uh, but I'm going to need you to leave. Uh, just, like, really, really, you really, really want to go, and I'm just giving you this as a warning. Right now, you need to leave. Do not go into that room. Do not decorate it. Just go. Or else. And she pulls uh- her uh, eye patch down. Oh
2: my God.
0: All right, you want to make an yeah. intimidation check? Go for it. Let me get Daisy's character sheet up. Dirty
1: 20.
2: Oh, shit.
0: Oh, that's not going to work for Daisy, for sure.
2: (laughs) Talking about pissing your pants. Yeah,
3: Jesus.
0: I know that's going to fail, so he's definitely intimidated by you. My dear Benny, why do you not want what is best for Eve? It is all I am trying to do. Why would you stand in the way of that?
1: I do want what's best for Eve, and, and I've known Eve for a very long time. And I think that maybe I have a better idea of what's best for Eve than you do. And even maybe more than he does right now. Uh, So, I think that for now, it's probably better for you to get gone. Get. Get out of here.
0: It seems that you are questioning Eve's knowledge and religion. Are you truly a member of the Church of Yonsei?
1: You know... I'm not sure right now, and that's okay. Uh, we're allowed to question our religion as long as we, you know, recognize that we're, we're doing that and, and as long as we, we don't feel alone or abandoned. So I'm not going to abandon Eve, even in, in my own questioning times. But I, I need you to so we could work this out. Uh, I need you to just kind of... Make yourself scarce. Go to the Trev P. Fountain, or go pet the lady with the lamb, the sheep.
0: Do, do you plan on decorating the room for Yonsei's arrival? I do not. I do not know that if I can go against my orders from the great Eve.
1: Well, Eve is just a man.
0: But such a smart man. And he is in touch with the gods.
1: He is in touch with the gods.
0: Well yes, everyone knows there is more than one.
1: Fuck. Yeah, I'm just I'm just really not a fan of yours right now either. Um, and I don't trust you.
0: I am not a fan of yours either. So
1: what I'm telling you <coughs> is if you do not make yourself scarce right now, I will make you non-existent. <laughs>
4: Jesus. <laughs> is the most gentle death threat ever.
0: <laughs> I will go find another thing to do while you could discuss with Eve, but I will talk to Eve when he is done with Zedis. Do not stop Eve from doing what he is doing. It is for the good.
1: For what good?
0: Of a- Yancey, of course.
1: Um, insight?
0: Yes, go for it. 23. Itch. I guess, is what I'm saying, Jonathan, is what I'm saying what Daisy would believe? Yes.
1: She would yeah, believe that she's this telling is the truth. The good, yeah. uh, for the good of Yonsei.
0: Yes. Yeah. I, she's, she's genuinely telling you the truth, yeah.
1: Okay, well, here's the thing. I, I, I believe that you believe what you're saying is true. However, I really think that I overheard Eve saying, The last piece, I mean, Daisy. So, you know, you're putting yourself at risk and the everybody else's lives at risk. So, if you do not go away and do not and go, <laughs> I will make you go away. Like, this is the last time I'm going to say it, honey. Go. I will come find you. Go to the Trev P. Fountain. I will come find you once Eve has done his uh, goat person thing.
0: Uh- Okay, I will go to the fountain, but it is on you when Eve finds out this was not done.
1: That's correct.
0: Okay, I I will leave now. Your crossbow's ugly. (laughs) Bye-bye.
1: Well, um, you know, maybe... Oh, je (laughs) ne (laughs) parle
0: anglais!
1: So good at that.
0: (laughs) She walks away.
1: So good at that. I need to get quicker, Oh I guess. Maybe that's something I can ask Edith for after all this settles. And then Benny goes back to uh, Jet and Tara.
3: Okay. Can I try to get a I vibe s- off Benny from inside the hut? <laughs> yeah, what's, if she had, what's
4: Benny's
1: vibe? If she, had, if she had hair, it would be very disheveled. But she does not. So she looks normal. I mean, her, her vest is a little kind of crooked, um, and she's walking hurriedly.
3: I mean, are like you sweating? Are your hands shaking? Are you like I don't know? Like you still like defensive and stuff? Like I don't know. I'm just trying to get a vibe of: is this adding more or less danger to the situation? Essentially,
1: like. Um, I I think she's more calm. She's more calm than you've seen her in the last couple weeks, maybe. Uh, but still like high uh, anxiety, normal Benny.
3: Okay. You being quieter does not necessarily seem like a great pick. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to make sure that I have all of my chainmail on, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to like look at Tara and be like, I can come back into this hut whenever, right?
2: Yeah, you're good. Nothing can pass through it, so.
3: Okay, yeah, I'm going to leave a couple feet from the hut, but not far enough that I can't be like, roll dive into the hut again.
1: Okay. Hey, Benny! How is... How was your conversation? Look look at me in my eye right now and tell me you have no bad feelings and you are not trying to destroy this earth and all you're looking for is your brother because you love him and care about him, not because you are involved in some crazy conspiracy theory to overthrow all religion.
3: She's going to, like, kind of get down on Benny's level to, like, look her in the eye, like... In, like, a non-offensive like offensive way, just because she's tall and Benny's not super tall. Just, like, I, like, I, I swear to God. Like, I don't believe in gods. So I will swear to whatever god you want.
1: Like, I am just here for my brother. It's just a coincidence. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, if you don't believe in any gods, then swearing to one doesn't mean anything. Okay, well, then, my fucking sword, okay? Like, my cool sword.
3: I, I don't know what you want, Benny. Like, I hand of my heart
2: like i didn't i'm also how do you not believe in gods if there's literally one in the other room
3: i just don't like following them they seem like a lot of trouble that's fair this isn't
2: right at least some <laughs> bullshit like this
3: yeah exactly <laughs> it just seems like a lot of trouble for something that's not worth it like yeah anyways chat is like i don't like i'm not doing a performance this is just i'm trying to be as sincere as possible
1: uh Benny is going to uh roll for insight with an 18. To okay. See what the vibe check is there if it's if Jet is holding anything back.
3: No. Jet is putting off like injured animal, everything is safe, hands up, no weapons like I like I'm here to help. Okay. Vibes.
0: Insight would go against what? Just to just because if it, i i want to give jet the opportunity to lie if jet wants to lie
3: no like literally i feel like that's the worst possible thing cuz like i made some connections visibly in front of benny like literally 10 minutes ago and then she tried to have me kill like you know what i
1: mean like yeah i'm trying not uh, to yeah, think that's fair. i'm just stating things okay. that i know <laughs> okay i mean insight goes against deception right mm. okay so benny puts out her hand for you to shake. Yeah. She's going to okay. shake your hand. All right. So, here's what's going on, then. I got a message from Anna Meek, Uh to meet her and to have a conversation. You remember Anamique from the murder house? Yeah. eighty Tarble's time. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that one. And uh, she said that Hogum attacked her and that... Uh, she gave this book to Mara, and Mara really fell into the Maic religion, and Mara's the one that was responsible for the attack on Buble Bay, and for, uh, trying to steal and destroy Terra's village, and that he's not, that Hogum uh, is in league with them, and he wasn't working alone. So, that's why I don't trust you, um... I may trust you a little bit right now, but not not really, and that's why I don't trust Tara. But if Hogum's not working alone, and it's not you, and it's not me, then okay. that leaves who?
4: Hmm.
1: And Hogum was your teammate before us,
3: left with Anna Meek, C- uh, Kringle. Kringle. Ah, that's my brother. Oh yeah, no, like that person in the Kringle suit. That's who got yeah, my brother out of Boule Bay.
1: Okay. Why was he in Bublé Bay? I don't know. Working with Mara? Why would Kringle be in Bublé Bay? Uh, and Mara's the one that orchestrated the attack on Bublé Bay. And okay. she was working with Mayek.
3: Also, no offense, Benny, I don't know Anamiek that well. Do you think that she is not bad? Because uh, you went from she's good to, oh my gosh, what if she's bad? Too? There's no way she's bad.
1: Well, it's not that I don't, th- I do not trust her. I don't trust her, um, any more than I trust you. I'm just really going on, um, what's happening now. And you just saw what happened to Eve, right? That to and that? also, Tara has the disco stick, uh, the DVD box set of Reba. Why didn't he leave that? I asked them then to leave it and to give it back. She took it.
2: As all of this is happening, uh, Tara's kind of illusioning the outside of the dome, kind of like Disney fireworks show style of projecting the scenes that he's oh talking about. <laughs> like a flash <laughs> of Hogum and then Kringle suit and then uh, Tara's hometown. And,
3: yeah, because we're having this conversation like literally right in front of a hut. So right you can hear the house. whole thing.
1: Yeah. And um, I'm not sure if you heard, and I don't know what, what Eve is doing. Uh, But Eve definitely called Daisy a piece in the puzzle, like an important piece. So, um. Do you trust Eve as much as me right now or more? Yeah, right now I trust you, Eve, Tara, and Annemiek the same. The same. The only person that I really trust and that I know I can trust is myself. Okay. Could you have been brainwiped? That, is that a thing that happens? I'm not talking to you anymore. Tara, get out here. <laughs> I'm good.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did you just do something to you when you were in that room?
1: No, I didn't do anything. I didn't even do the mind thingy with Edith. Oh. It just,
2: <laughs> it just seems like you went in there a little bit crazy. and You came out <laughs> very crazy.
1: <laughs> well, I didn't even I didn't do anything with Edith. I felt unsure of whether or not I should do it because I don't want somebody in my brain messing things around because that's all that people do to me. Is they get in my head and they manipulate me and they use me and they they mess around in there. And you know, if I don't start standing up for myself and for people, then nobody will and something bad is going to happen and bad things have already happened and I I'm not down for that anymore. I'm not down for that. This hut is it is it like completely immune to magic?
2: Uh it could be dispelled I think, but nothing can pass through it.
1: If I were to cast gust of wind on it.
2: I don't think that would do anything, but it is anything. a dome so like you could probably mold earth under it.
1: Yeah. I'll do that. Mold earth.
2: To
0: like dig terra out of it? <laughs> Look, I trust you. You're safe. Come here.
1: I mean, it's a dome, like a a bunny hole. That was cute enough to
3: almost throw me off guard. But I am going to try to stop you from doing this.
2: (laughs) Uh, Did someone say bunny?
1: Did someone say bunny?
0: (laughs) When you do that, the cat boy changes his cat ears to bunny
1: ears. (laughs) That's funny. Really cute.
0: He's still doing cat motions, though, because he doesn't know how bunnies act.
3: Bunnies act a lot like cats. You'd be surprised. Okay,
2: good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just wait until this bunny boy goes and shits out a bunch of pellets. Hey. And then eats it.
3: They only eat special ones, not the dry ones.
2: Yeah, and also Cocoa Puffs or whatever that cereal was.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So Benny is going to use Mold Earth. She's going to target an area of loose earth um, and instantly excavate it. Uh, and I can deposit it up to five feet away. If Benny sees that uh, Jet is going to try and stop her, she's going to move that earth into Jet's face. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Jeez. Packet
1: What's sand. the floor
2: in this thing, Chris? Is this like an elevated bungalow or is this like a wood or a dirt floor?
0: I considered you guys were outside.
1: I thought we were outside. Mm.
2: Oh. Yeah. You got a beach. Okay. Well, then. You're you couldn't? got a hut
0: on the beach is what you have. Sandy feet. Oh, wow. Sandy kitten heels. Well, that's not fun.
3: i just like, why don't we leave Tara in her safe hut until whatever the fuck is happening with Eve blows over?
1: Please. I need a look in her eyes.
2: Uh, uh, an image of Tara's face appears on the dome.
1: like <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very wide eyes.
3: Anime eyes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> if that doesn't say Benny,
0: then we can do the mold earth and all that. It's just...
1: I'm going to roll a persuasion check. Yeah. It was a fucking 14. Yeah, I don't think that's going to persuade her at this point. No, no. no. Especially after she was like, I don't trust you, Jet. Yeah, I don't trust you. (laughs) So
0: Mold Earth, you basically dug underneath the dome?
1: Yeah, like, uh, I mean, imagine like a a mole uh, digging a tunnel. And that's what she did and threw the sand up into Jet's eyes, face. Okay, Cool.
0: You've got a bunch of sand in your face and the ground from underneath Tara has slipped out away from her and she's now in a sandy tube-like tunnel.
3: I'm going to make a (laughs) joke. I'm going to say it's a dry sand-filled tunnel.
1: (laughs) My pussy after the lockdown. Nice. You after the lockdown.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I guess Tara's sitting on her butt after falling down and now looking at Benny in the face.
1: Yeah, we're sitting in this little five-foot tunnel in the sand.
0: Just uh, spitting out sand.
2: I, I just don't understand why this couldn't happen on two sides of the dome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because I need to see your face. Um, and uh, why, what are, you, what are you doing here? What's your purpose of being here with, with our group? Are you, are you working for the Maic? Are you trying to destroy um, all these religions? I mean, you've collected every religious artifact that we've come across since you joined us.
2: So one of the religious artifacts I'm holding is mine uh, from my religion. The other one would have been left in the mud on an abandoned island in a world where we're trying to stop a group from going around and destroying religions so I feel like it was probably the best option to keep it with us.
1: We could have went and given it to Reba, and we didn't. And that was your idea.
2: The only god on this plane is Yida, sweetie.
1: Uh, Okay, so you still didn't really answer my questions. You just gave me facts. That's that's answering a question! No, Uh, you didn't... You didn't say because I didn't want to leave it in the mud. You just said otherwise it would have been left in the mud. Like, how am I supposed to gain insight on something that you're just giving me facts and not actually answering questions?
2: Uh, Okay. Uh, Here's another fact. We were locked in a house with a couple perpetrators of make, And I did help y'all defeat them.
1: Yeah, I mean, I was an armadillo or something like that during that time, so I don't really remember.
2: Hedgehog, I <laughs> Hedgehog, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, um, it seems mostly like coincidence to me that I'm here. I was kidnapped by booty pirates, and then a couple of strong adventurers showed up next to me, and I was able to escape with them. So it seemed like my best option to stay with the strong fighters.
1: Okay, so um, I don't think that you answered my original question. Are you part of the Maic religion?
2: Uh, I absolutely am not, and if you would like to hold this DVD box set, it is all yours, sweetie.
1: I do. I would like to do that.
2: I hand it over to her.
1: She takes it. Okay. And then rolls insight on Tara yeah. as she's staring in her eyes. Oh, got an eight.
2: And
0: Tara, you can roll deception if you'd like to.
2: Uh, I'm not gonna. I don't think I've lied so far.
1: Well, Benny got an eight, so she, wouldn't, uh, she would believe you. Okay. <laughs> also, sure. I'm
2: a natural brunette.
1: <laughs> um, okay, so um so either Anamiek is lying and saying that Hogum um Kringle, you remember him, attacked her and Yeah, the that, one that smelled
2: bad and talked about his huge dick all the time.
1: Yeah, that one. <laughs> and that he's working with the mayc and he and Mara. Helped uh, to destroy Buble Bay and uh, were part of the attack on the synagogue. And that somebody is here uh, in our group working with Hogum. She said that specifically. She said there is someone in the group working with Hogum. Uh she said that Hogum's not working alone and. You know, to be fair, I, you know, from knowing Hogum, unless he's an insanely great actor, he wouldn't be able to do any of this stuff on his own. But that doesn't necessarily mean
3: that there is someone in the group working with Hogum, right? You were just talking about taking the right answers. Like, that's a fact. You can't, like, do you understand what I'm saying? you, You can't. There doesn't necessarily have to be someone in the group working against you.
1: think that there Listen, isn't. Listen, I'm, sure I'm pretty sure that I decided to not talk to you um, anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and you're intruding on my conversation with Tara. That's suspicious.
2: Okay. Oh, my God. We're going to um, die here.
1: You can't die here. It's <laughs> well, even here, worse. You know what? You know what? Here's, here's the thing. And you know what? Maybe I, maybe I believe uh, Jet and I believe Tara, but I do... Also believe that if Hogum is an agent of the Mayak, he would not have been able to do this on his own. I mean, he licked, he licked up blood that ended up being wine, thank goodness. But, you know... It, We've seen Eve eat how many hearts? Okay, but to be fair, fine. you don't trust him either. Oh, just a heads up, she doesn't
3: trust Eve anymore. Or any of it.
1: Yeah, I don't trust anyone right now. Only myself.
2: Yeah, I mean, I don't mean to cast blame, but... If one of us was a a member of Mayek, wouldn't it probably be the one who just tried to kill a god?
1: Yeah, that's why <laughs> I said I was going to stop him, and he said that he wouldn't let me. And his sword isn't working. does that mean? I mean, his did sword... y'all notice
4: that the sword isn't working?
1: Yeah, I, Benny did.
4: Okay.
1: Uh, well, I mean, I can. I guess. What What would I roll perception to notice that? Because she was standing right there next to you.
4: Yeah, but, like, in the hub of, of me trying to kill a god, well Like, would you notice, like, oh, shit, the sword's not working?
1: Well, because you uttered your word, your magic words, right? Oh,
4: you know what? Yeah, I don't think that's a perception rule. Do you, do you Chris? I'm with you on that. I think that she noticed yeah, it then. Yeah, she was just like, oh, hell no. Something's fucked up. Eve's fucked. Okay.
0: Especially with how, like, heightened her senses are right now. Like, she's noticing everything, even things that aren't clues. <laughs> Even fake things. She's like, oh, the wind changes. You from breathe Eastern.
1: a little. And she's like, was that a gasp? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> you blinked like seven times and you said that sentence. What?
1: Do you have yeah. something in your eye or are you lying? <laughs> as she threw sand in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. So, um, you know, we do have this. I just, I did want to come and, and talk to you two because I was very casting, pointing fingers at you and. I could be wrong, but I just want you to know that I don't trust you, but I would say don't trust anybody else either.
2: Okay, great. Right back at you. Establish this, (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah, but maybe we could work together in this to figure this out. Because I I do believe you, Um, until you give me a reason not to, I guess. And you, I mean, haven't, so... Okay.
3: Yeah, uh maybe let's... we should be concerned then that uh Eve is alone with a god that can give him the power to summon Yance? Yeah, let's go check that out. I think you should go check that out. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as you three are deciding who's going to well, as you two, Tara's still going to be in her tunnel, I'm assuming.
2: We're all, I'm assuming we're all rock paper scissors. Or... Yeah.
0: <laughs> Yidus's door will swing open and Uh, Even Edis will come out laughing with each other, kind of like they were just, you know, drinking buddies on a night out. Yikes. Eve comes out uh, still in the same outfit, still with the same hair, a little bit of a smile on Eve's face after having a deep dive into his soul.
4: And um, Eve looks at uh, Tisha and Jet and says, Well, it seems that... um, It seems that we will have the preparations ready uh, within a day or two to summon Yonsei here and worship her in all of her excellency. And hopefully she can partake in some of the traditions that we have besposed, uh upon her followers here on Earth. And then hopefully she might even grant us some gifts. Ain't that right, Edith? She's a very generous god. Very generous, yes. She also makes a killer mashed potatoes. As he says that, he looks over at Jet and uh, Benny and says, and it has been brought to my attention um, while I was in there, that Anamique has once again been waving her flag of deception all around the uh, area. And we really, really need to take care of her. And by take care of, I mean, um, if banishment don't work on this fellow over here, hi, hi, maybe we can do that to her.
3: Jet's eyes go straight to Benny's face after Eve says that.
1: Um, Benny is just looking open mouthed at Eve and Edith, and says, Yeah, this is kind of weird. You were very hot and bothered and now you're, you're giggling and Edith is talking about mashed potatoes?
4: Well, I was hot and bothered because I thought that the only way to bring, um, Beyonce to this island was by removing Edith from this island and providing a new place of worship. But Edith has been so gracious and so kind um, to offer us a space to worship Yanse and hopefully bring her here, which would then mean less bloodshed for everyone and in the meantime we all get what we all truly want. Yes.
1: I mean, wouldn't that be the first request is some space and not Overthrowing?
4: You handle your things your way, and I'll handle things my way. (laughs) Thank you very much. Uh
1: Okay, Eve. Um, Also, mashed potatoes.
4: I believe that Anna Meek is an issue, and we need to deal with her post haste. We have a monthly godly potluck. She always brings
0: mashed potatoes, and I bring green beans
2: every time. I'm, yeah! yeah.
1: Oh, sorry, you have a monthly... Stick
2: to what you're good at.
1: You have a monthly godly potluck. Yeah! And it's just Beyonce that shows up, or...
0: That's when I leave this planet, go and visit the other gods in our godly plane. We all meet up, discuss stories about the worlds hey. and our followers and some not-so-nice things, like when the religion gets destroyed by people and the DVD box sets get
1: stolen.
2: It wasn't stolen. The people we took it from would have to be alive for it to be stolen. That's fair. Pillaged. Um,
1: okay. So scavenged. One, one other thing. Uh, Eve, you know, I'm, maybe, maybe I believe you. Um, I think that, you know, worshiping Yonsei is, is great and wonderful. and it has Absolutely. Brought...
4: Absolutely. And I death drop in prayer.
1: <laughs> yeah. and, great point. You know,
4: Conversation over.
1: Being a part of uh, something that's bigger than yourself has, has been something that kind of maybe saved both of us. Um, at one point, and I just want to make sure that that's the same. Um, can you just kind of like look me in the eye and tell me that you're not part of Mayak?
4: Oh, and as, as, uh, Eve pushes back his bangs, um, you see his eyes and he says, My dear, my dear, dear, dear Benny, I am not a part of Mayak in the slightest.
1: All right. Are you assisting Hogum?
4: Not in the slightest. Well,
1: Benny rolled an at one. Okay, I believe Damn. you.
4: <laughs> huh. Well, now that we have gotten that out of the way, I must say, uh, we have two major issues here. One, where is uh, Daisy? And two, when are we going to handle Miss Anamique?
0: Benny knows the answer to both of those questions.
4: Mm-hmm, she sure does. Uh,
1: Benny looks at Eve and says... I don't know.
4: <laughs> Can I roll an inside check? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And Benny rolled a deception, sure. I rolled an 18 plus one.
1: I rolled a three plus 14.
4: So yeah, 13. so... Uh,
0: Seems like you believe she's lying. Plus
2: 14.
1: Uh-huh. I just rolled really poorly on that. Um,
4: I look wow. at Benny and I'd say, Matt did, Benny did it. I've known you for far too long. Not only of this world have I known you, but in worlds past. If you could please tell me where is Daisy and where is Meek, that would be most obliged. Thank you very much.
1: Well, okay. Um, Daisy, I did send her off um, because I don't trust her. Uh, she said some pretty nasty things. And Meek, well, she's not here. She left.
4: And when would she be back?
1: Well, she's not coming back.
4: And why is she not coming back?
1: Well, we're going to meet her at the council.
4: You do understand that this heavily thwarts all the plans that I've had.
1: I didn't know because remember, whenever I asked you to like fill me in and you were like, don't worry about it. And then I was like, okay, well, but then I can't help you. And you were like, well, if you try to not help that me, that is I'll kill neither you. here
4: then- nor there, Benedetta. What I need right now is for anami to be here. She is the problem. Her being at the council is a problem. We must handle her post haste so that she does not stop the religions of this world from coming to fruition. We need those followers to believe in their God so they do not go away. We need Yonsei here. You are being a problem. Where is Annemiek? And since you have such a good relationship with her, can you not bring her here?
1: Well, here's what I could do, Eve. I can send a message. Would you like me to do that? Absolutely. Okay, I'll do that. Okay, bye. (laughs) I'm going to go send the message now.
4: Great. Now, as for Daisy, where is she?
1: Uh, I told her to go chill at the Trev P Fountain.
4: Why did you tell her to go to the Tread Thief Fountain when she clearly had instructions to get ready for the ceremony of bringing Yonsei here?
1: Well, because she was being mean to me, and I don't think that she's truly, you know, good for uh, the Church of Yonsei. I don't think that we need to have mean-spirited and cruel people uh, in the church.
4: As you say that, I pull out of my little uh, Balenciaga purse. That's what it's that's what it is now. I pull out of my little purse um the <laughs> book of religions that Anami gave you.
2: <clears throat> Balrog Lenciaga.
4: <laughs> yes, Balrog Lenciaga. And I say, I find it very funny that someone being mean to you is unworthy of Yonsei. But meanwhile, you are reading up on other gods, learning other religions, casting spells from other gods, and you are worried about a one daisy. Some might say that I question your loyalty to the Church of Yonsei.
1: Can, I can understand that. Um, here's the thing. If you just blindly follow without questioning everything then are you really a follower or if after you have all the information you still choose to follow does that make you more of a follower
4: i think to have doubts to begin with is the issue here
1: hmm. and i don't think i'm a druid i don't have another god
4: which means that if you became a druid and you don't have another god that means you doubt a Yancey at some point
1: um, we here so in the church what? of
4: Yonsei do not doubt our goddess um
1: well you know what that's fair and you can have your views and i can have mine i believe in and i trust and believe in myself and in my faith and you know just because sometimes i may question myself or i may question my faith um it doesn't mean that i'm any less devoted to what's right and what is good uh so you can have you can have that sword that doesn't work for you anymore and you can actually just Stick it wherever you want. Um, preferably not in me, <laughs> but if need be, stick it in me. You can stick it in me.
4: Uh, uh, but mostly Eve, yourself. Like, Eve does like the most southern bell gasp, like clutches the pearls. and says, how dare you talk about the sword? That is none of your business. And to embarrass me in such a place, I will not stand for it. What we will say right now is this. Your loyalty to the Church of Yonsei will go unquestioned if you can bring this enemy here. If you are able to bring her here, that means that you are once again a loyal and faithful follower of the Church of Yonsei.
1: I feel like that makes me a loyal and faithful follower of the Church of Eve, and that's not what I'm here for. And I will go send that message anyway because you told me to. Okay, I'm gonna go send it. Bye.
4: Fabulous. and then I look at Tara and I, jet, <laughs> and I look at Tara and I jet, and uh, I say, um, so. And I just turned around.
1: Yeah,
3: I'm going to whisper to Tara, I think we, like, joined a really toxic friend group.
2: Tara's (laughs) brushing sand off of her course. and was like, is in this what all friend groups are like?
3: (laughs) (laughs) God, I really hope not.
0: (laughs) As Benny walks away to send the message and uh, awkward silence falls on the group. Yetus will snap his fingers and create four separate huts on the beach. One for each of you to stay the night, since it seems that you are staying there this evening.
2: What do they look like?
0: Uh, each one is themed. You have one that's barn-themed.
2: Mine's barn-themed?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, if you you can pick which one you want. I don't...
2: Hey, I didn't... Hey, Chet, do you want... I don't know what yours looks like, but do you want to trade?
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wait until you hear the other one. I like that we
2: got to barn, and you're like, no, anything else. Anything but barn. Literally...
0: Uh, one of them is smoke-filled and has lasers in it as lights.
4: Okay. Uh,
0: one of them is Country Kitchen, Barefoot Contessa, or that other cooking lady that's from a farm.
4: Uh, what's her name? Oh my god, the Pioneer Woman, Reed Drummond.
0: Thank you, Pioneer Woman, that's what I was going for.
4: I'll take that one.
0: Yes, and the other one is like a high-rise city skyscape-looking loft, a loft in the heart of London on, like, the 80th floor of a building. Yeah, I'm taking the barn. Okay.
2: So one's a barn, and one's a fucking high-rise penthouse suite.
0: Yeah. There's a clear theme. Themed, themed, here. barn-themed, themed. There's still a nice bed in there. It just kind of looks like a pig's sty. Perfect. But in a fancy way. Fancy way. Yeah, all
4: the farm Fish. animals are quartz. Stop, because that's a moment. This is an upscale pig. <laughs> oh, wow, is that a Swarovski pig?
0: This is a designer sheep, thank you. <laughs> yeah, so you've got your four huts. And you can stay the night there. Benny will send her message and we will pick up next week where we are now because we're somewhere.
3: Definitely somewhere.
0: <laughs> With even more confusion brewing, join us next week. Thank you for listening to Role Game Role Play. I'm Chris the DM. You can find me on all social media at Chris Drinks Lemonade.
1: I'm Tisha. You can find me on Instagram at the number one Tish, the number one.
2: I'm Brandon. You can find me on TikTok at Blue
4: Cotton Candy Cosplay.
3: Uh, Hi, I'm Katie, and you can find me posting things in the Facebook group sometimes.
4: And hey, I'm Jonathan, I play Eve, and you can find me on TikTok at St. Eve of Laurent, and Instagram at Eugene underscore J90. Bye, everyone. Bye!